When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. future we're talking real money something about money it just there's just something about money not something about mary that was an old movie something about money there's just funnier. something funnier than uh, well, this something show. about mary yeah. is much funnier than our show yeah we, we 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 try to entertain but we're nowhere near that entertaining but we do try to inform and educate when it comes to managing that stuff that you use, that you earn, and you spend, and we want to try to convince you to save and invest properly. Not, you see, one thing you're going to find if you listen to our show or podcast for very long is that we are not like the the others out there who are talking about money all the time. We are not like CNBC or Fox Business or or the Dave Ramsey or any of the others. We are very unlike them in that what we're trying to do is teach you how to invest academically based on real live evidence, not just somebody's flipping hunch. New ideas? They New come ideas, along. but based on old information. Yeah, and it, it feels like it, that people always want to either overcomplicate. Well, first of all, most people don't start and save soon enough. That turns into a problem later because I just read this number. 40% of households 55 and older lack sufficient resources to maintain their lifestyle standard in retirement. Which is very, very sad. It really yeah, is. It. And because then what do you do? In right? large part, it's due to, well, it's due to a lot of things. It's due to the fact that we don't save. It's due to overconfidence, that, that we somehow believe that magic is going to occur later in life. But it also has a lot to do with the way we've been investing. And, and I think investing has always felt somehow distant for most people, not uh, not something that's achievable. It's too complicated. And and we've fallen into a lot of traps. Like early on, uh, in the fifth, early on, in the 50s, you would invest in life insurance. And then it was like, the, then they came out with some like fixed annuities and things. Mm-hmm. But it's always some product that is making the middleman a lot of money. And we, for many, many years, have been telling you it is a horrible, horrible idea to have an any kind of an annuity product in your qualified retirement plan because they're expensive in one way or another. And yet it's getting it's still so difficult to get those wrung out of the retirement plan community. Well, they're back in. I mean, I they know. were never really out entirely. But and I'm now trying Black to get rid Rock, of them. BlackRock putting annuities in American worker 401ks. If you work at, and, and probably not that many of you do, the Tennessee Valley Authority, Advanced Auto, et cetera, et cetera. But the point of the matter is, here's where I struggle. Because in the article itself, it says that people have a tendency to not have enough money. And somehow it infers that if you take that money and you put it into an annuity contract, that it'll work out because your benefit will be paid out over a lifetime. Well, no, you still take the same amount of money. And by the way, now there's going to be BlackRock, they don't write the annuity. Did you, I mean, did you see this part? Of course, the Bright House writes the annuity. So BlackRock is going to get a little piece of this. 
Bright House going to get a little piece. Everybody going to be lining up there at the trough to get a little piece of your money. And somehow just giving it to somebody else to get it paid out at a fixed amount is going to end up paying you out more. I don't believe it. It can't. The math doesn't support it. That's the problem. You have to remember that everything in in any industry involves costs. And the more people who are involved or the, the bigger the guarantee they, they, they provide you uh, or th- the returns they give, the more expenses are going to be hidden somewhere along the way to get to that point. For example, if an annuity company says, we're going to give you a very safe four percent per year return well they've got to be making two percent yeah return on your money so what are they doing to make a safe six there is no safe right six percent in today's world but what they've done is they've effectively through legal sleight of hand hidden from you all of those risks they're not apparent to you they're they're tucked away somewhere and that's not good that is something we want but it is not something we should be taking accepting so i don't anywhere along the way you are in the road to retirement i would not add an annuity to my retirement plan again when you get to retirement or close you could i guess use an immediate annuity of some kind giving the money to somebody else then paying you back part of it again the interest rates there are not going to be much to help you it's not going to make it look different got there's a lot of other ways to fix this and I don't think annuities are the right direction yeah, to go. Annuities are the wrong direction to go because annuities have all of these extra hidden fees. They must have them. They must have them because there has to be insurance attached to an annuity for it to be an annuity for it to be tax deferred. And bear in mind, all of your qualified retirement plans are already tax deferred. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Oh, yeah. We're talking your money, money, money here on the show. I'm Don McDonald, 855-935-TALK. That's a phone number, and it's an important one because it brings you not only to the show to ask your questions live when we're on the air on Saturdays on Como, but it also is a way to ask us questions the rest of the time that we'll answer on our podcast, of which we do five a week or so. Most of the time we do five a week. 855-935-8255. Erwin, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Erwin. Well, good afternoon. Hey. Good afternoon to you guys. Um, so my company's uh, being sold to somebody else, and we are in Fidelity currently. But we're going to be switching to a company called Principal. Oh, I've never Ew. heard of them. Stop. Halt. Oh, ow. Yuck. Fidelity, of course, is I love Fidelity. One of the, I think Fidelity is the largest uh, holder of 401k plans. Well, that's good. Principal, of course, is, is an known insurance for their, company. Yeah, their insurance. So I, I wonder why. How big is your company? Big, small? Well, we don't. Well, we don't get a choice. I know. I know. Small, I get it. Yeah. Uh, I but know. That's just what they use. Um, yeah. So I'm going to have to when we get the 401k over there. <clears throat> um, I might have to have you guys take a look and see what the hell I should be investing in. You, you will. I can't find anything that they have. Wait a minute. They, so, they, they you haven't. They well, haven't. They, they haven't finished acquiring your company yet, right? 
November first is when is when we officially switch. Okay, and well, that's when it all starts, and you will then get to, you'll get a list of the of the four hundred one k choices. Now, probably take it, place it, at the it, end it of the year. It should be. Yeah. It should be that you will have the option. This is usually the case. To rem- you should be able to remove the fidelity four hundred one k and roll that over, shouldn't you? Into an IRA. Into an IRA. Awesome. An I just, I, I've just never been into. I've just never been into. I've never, never seen principal ever. So yeah, um, I, I would be if I could do it, Erwin. If I had the option, and I think you will, to to transfer that out into your own IRA, which you could, by the way, keep with Fidelity, which would probably be really simple. You could contact Fidelity and say, I just want to keep my IRA with you guys. Um, I would probably do that. And then on November 1st, when you get the principal choices, either call us or set up an appointment with one of the Vestry advisors to help you go through those. Or just send us a list. Or send us the list. Um, Yeah, we'll go through it with you. And by the way, it probably in the oh, principal yeah, plan. I, um, I like Don's idea here because yes, move the money to an IRA. You can then the whole world is available. Fidelity would have some great index funds to use. Some of which we mentioned on talkingrealmoney.com. dot uh, com. But then when the, when terms of principal, here is something to think about. Every plan now offers a target date fund of some kind. So it could be as simple as just having the target date fund because that's going to be lower expense at your new plan and then with the ira you're going to build in other asset classes that you don't really get exposure to very much in the target date small international emerging market get a tiny tiny little bit of those in emerging markets you could sort of overweight those in the ira then you could build a pretty decent uh, retirement plan for the long haul okay good well actually fidelity letting us keep it where it is um so we can actually borrow off it like a normal 401k if we really wanted to, but I'm not going to do that. It's just, it's just principle. I've never, I've never, I, I don't know how to, I, don't, I can't find what they have. I, so when the list comes out, well, you will be my second call. Yeah. They, principle is an insurance company primarily. They yeah. do manage money. They do man. So it, they act more like a broker. And so they'll have funds with whom they work that will be offered to you. They may even offer you like some of their annuities, which would be like, ew. But they're, they're going to offer you some mutual funds. The key is to try to find the funds that have low expenses, that are index-based as opposed to actively managed, that are passively managed, and uh, that that are easy for you to deal with, like a target date fund. So when you get the list, let us know. We'd love to go through it with you. Thank you so much for the call, Erwin. We really appreciate it. Our condolences about the principal thing. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I mean, that's just a bad decision. It really is. I mean, if you woke up tomorrow, would you say, I want to go to a Fidelity or a principal. Principal is in the business of writing insurance products. Well, no, they, they, they are an investment writing. advisor. I know, but if you woke up, which would be your choice? You wouldn't wake up and say, I'm going to go hire somebody who's in the insurance business to take care of my my retirement assets. No, that I would be not. the way to go. No. I, 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 would, so, I would not. I would not. That's They're, why I say that. And they are a commission. Now, probably not. I don't know about the 401k. No, but principal, they're not going to. Well, oh, excuse me, sir. You're wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do I have to get the leaf you're blower wrong. out again? You're wrong. You're wrong. Brokers <laughs> yeah. do sell commissioned plans in 401ks. I know because I'm married to one who did back when she was a broker. 
That was a long no They can still do it, but they can still legally do it. They Uh, sell, I mean, have you seen American funds in a 401k plan? uh, Yeah, I have, and I'm hoping that that they're not paying that commission, but you're right. I don't know that for sure. Well, they could be B or C shares, too, possibly. Yeah, that's true, yeah. You know, you You really want to spoil the weekend. There was no air blower this weekend. (laughs) Things were looking (laughs) good, and then boom. Uh, go do that. You think that, you know, that, and so many of these four hundred one k, what are they called? What are the people called who run it? Arissa. No, the people, the head, the top, the one, the, the trustees, the trustees, trustee. Yes. So, okay. so many of these trustees <laughs> violate their fiduciary responsibility left well. and right because nobody's watching. And no, there have been more, over, again, over the last 10 years, way more attention paid to all this, way more companies in hot water. And frankly, to move your company's plan from fidelity to principal, I question the trustees on that, too, because I is that too. really a fiduciary? Is it in I think the you can make best? case it's not. Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah here's the question. Is. is it in the best interest of the participants? That's that word. That's the word. That's, that's the word that helps keep uh, a, uh, a broker from selling you, I'm not a broker, an advisor. Let's say you got an investment advisor who's trying to put you into an S&P 500 fund. I'm just going to use that as an example. And this S&P 500 fund pays them a commission and has a half a percent annual fee. It's it's still an S&P 500 fund. They're saying, well, it's appropriate. Yep. It's an S&P 500 fund. But you can get the Vanguard but- S&P 500 fund for five one hundredths of a point uh, and no commission. Which one is in the client's best interest the key word is best yeah because there's the same product as you point out one's just 10 times more expensive right pretty easy to figure that one best out. interest you see best interest and that's one of the things when we had uh, that uh, question about the financial advisor in the seattle area who was selling indexed annuities and saying they were in his he was a fiduciary when he was selling them because they were in his client's best interest no 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 he may believe that they're a, a the right product for his his clients that's suitability that's a suitable investment in his opinion but he knows darn good and well it is not the best of all the investments that are available he's saying these index annuities are the best for his clients well they are for the seven percent not for his clients they're the best for him I was being. Didn't you somebody say something about dripping sarcasm or sarcasm is? Yeah, yeah, that yeah review. Molasses, yeah, yeah that's was, you. Yeah. Okay. You're the yeah, sarcasm dripper, and Sorry yet he that. gave you top billing. You're Thank the you. one responsible for the vast majority of the drippy, sappy, molasses laden sarcasm, and yet, and yet, what does he do? What does he do? You know, uh, <laughs> gives you. It says you're better than me. Eight five five nine three five talk. I think I need a, a break for traffic and weather to get over this. Don't go away. Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, well, that was too short you know, a break. It's so that good that they don't, they don't do the green room thing here because, uh, wow. Too short, too short a break for that yeah. joke, wasn't it? I'm sorry. Save that for the, uh, is that the special, the special, you know, online edition or something? You have I, to buy I did actually, I did actually record that, so. 
Unless, you know, yeah, everything is recorded at all times. Everything time. is recorded. Plan on that. So, hey, welcome back to Talking Real Money, Don. Here, I'm. I'm all better now. I, I'm telling yeah. jokes again and uh, taking <laughs> nourishment. Eight five five nine three five talk. That is our telephone number, and our next caller happens to be Graham. Hi, Graham. Welcome to the show. Hi. So, I live out in the country, and a lot of my neighbors are elderly. Do they have and leaf blowers? About Twenty years ago, they. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tom lives in no, the country. I don't believe they do. All right. All right. Good. Good. So about 20 years ago, they formed an investment club, and they've been talking to me. They started talking to me about six years ago about uh, investing in uh, companies that are, do stem cells. And in the last, then I started doing uh, due diligence on it about three years ago myself. And now they're telling me that uh, now is the time to speculate into it because they believe it's going to happen within the next 9 to 12 months. There's three of them that they're recommending. One's Israeli, mm-hmm. one's Australian, mm-hmm. and one is made in the United States. Mm-hmm. The U.S. one is called Athersis. Athersis, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Me- and, and the Australian one is Mesoblast. Meso- mesoblast. And, uh, he- is- yeah. He's a- yeah, Mesoblast. And the... Uh, Israeli one is Pluristem. Uh-huh. I'm aware, I'm o- I'm aware of all three. And they're telling me to just, if, if I can afford it, just take like $2,500 and stick it in there as a total speculation. Okay. So I'm kind of leaning towards Atherosis, and I'm just wondering if you guys had any kind of an opinion. No, none whatsoever. I've years about due diligence on it. <laughs> none whatsoever, because these this is just, this is a, you just said what it was. It's kind of like saying, do you have any due diligence on the roulette wheel? How big a part of your overall portfolio would this uh, be, Graham? Oh, about 2%. That's a lot. Now, let it me ask you a question. Though. I mean, you know, here's the, know. here's the critical. Let me, let, me, let, me define that a little, let me define that a little bit better. It's, it's 2% of my fun money. Okay, there oh, you go. Well, yeah, that, that's and see, easy. here's the better question, Tom. This is the better question. Yeah. Is that money you would have no problem taking to Vegas and losing. I would have no problem taking it to Vegas and playing craps. No, I would have no problem Good. with that then, at all. Then, I haven't been to Vegas in three years now, though. <laughs> but now, see, this is your Vegas trip, which is fine. I don't have any any problems with somebody speculating in a stock or two that they think has potential. I, I can tell you what I would do because I don't know which one is likely to be the winner. It would be like, it would kind of be like the, the, the Regeneron, uh, Moderna, Pfizer battle. Who won? Well, Moderna and Pfizer. But if you had money on all three, you would have done pretty well. Um, I, I, why not take your $2,500 or $3,000 and split it three ways? Cause you can buy fraction. Although let's see, uh, Aethersis is like a dollar 30. Uh, yeah, plura, buy a couple shares of that. Plura stem is two dollars and forty nine cents, and Mesoblast is uh, where I can't even find Mesoblast. I can't find their stock. There's a traded. <laughs> yeah. By the way, if you're going to Vegas uh, and you're going to see a football game, you won't out of that money. You won't have much left for the craps table because of the cost of the game. You but, don't. Who wants to go see the Las Vegas Raiders? Oh, come on. Uh, you know, so no, I think fine for take 2% of your fun money and go try. I like kind of like Don's idea, but we're, we're into the diversification. You want to hit a home run, pick your best and go at it, I guess. Yeah, but you can still win the game with three, three, uh, two singles and a double. You, you still get the same thing. You hit two singles and a double, you're at home plate. 
could have heard of uh, the Pathurses. I'm sorry. How would you? How have you heard of it? Uh, said, new yeah, news stories. News stories. I've heard of all news of them. Pluristem, Mesoblast. Um, I mean, I I look at stocks once in a while just because that I think it's curious and fascinating technology, and I think biotech is potentially huge. I just wouldn't want to bet on any one or two biotech companies because I'm a terrible gambler and i've lost so much back in my younger days when i used to gamble on stocks and i would never ever ever do it again but if it was money i could absolutely afford to lose yeah i'd go for it i'd I'd have and i'd pick any of the any one of the three because they're all big established players in a relatively new game Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Ladies and gentlemen, all that stands between Tom and his lunch... Mm-hmm. is talking real money <laughs> the should, if we had more of these then i'd be in better shape so maybe we should tom's, throw a few more in <laughs> tom's feeding <laughs> obstacle thanks for being yeah. a part of it and if you give us a call at 855-935-TALK uh, he can't sneak out and grab a bite just give us ooh, a call point. 855-935-8255 and of course every year about this time of year uh, all of us across America buy the one. We never buy Forbes magazine until this time of year. The one time of year. Where, I used to get Forbes all the time when it was good. I did too. When I it liked was, the writing. When it yeah. was good. It was like when it's, Malcolm ran it. So it's been a long time, really, yeah, since yeah. Forbes. Been, Malcolm was great. Uh, to Loved me, by Malcolm. the way, there's, if we're going to do that, then there's only really one great business magazine left there is one oh uh bloomberg business week yeah it's, it's which fabulous. isn't really it's left is because really it was business week and it was almost out of business and then bloomberg yeah. bought it and, and re but it's still published it's beautiful the oh, writing is they're, terrific they're great stories and you can tell wonderful it's kind of like I, I i read the washington post and the new york times i read a lot of papers mm-hmm. the washington post is now in terms of their online paper anyway such a better paper than the new york times you can tell there's somebody spending money on it. And that's like Bloomberg. But let's go back yeah. to Forbes. Why every yeah. year about this time well. do Tom and I rush to the newsstand? <laughs> yeah. We do. Get out of the way. I, yeah. I didn't even know there were newsstands. But I, then I remember every year there's a newsstand. And I can go get Forbes to find out if I made it finally to the Forbes 400. <sighs> Okay, so the bad news is you have to go back to work on Monday because you're not on the Forbes 400. I wasn't there. No. 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 But uh, there are some other names you may recognize. Does that make you feel better? No. No, it doesn't. Mm -mm. Despite his divorce, despite his divorce, how many people come out of a divorce and are still estimated to be worth $177 billion with a B dollars? Well, that would be the guy that lives. (laughs) Well, I don't know where he lives anymore. He used to live kind of close. Close by in relative terms. Jeff Bezos, I think he started uh, Amazon. He also owns Blue Origin, right? And the Washington Post, the aforementioned Washington Post, which he's apparently piling money into, Don says. $177 billion for Jeff. Well done, sir. Wow. Uh, but that, but right that's less heels, than he had last year, isn't it? Uh, well, it's got to be. I don't know. I'd have to go. I, that I do not know. 
but right on his heels, both here on Earth and in the air, is uh, Tesla chief, <laughs> SpaceX chief Elon Musk at $151 billion. I mean, he was nowhere 10 years ago, right? Real, seriously, nowhere. Wow. I don't think so. No. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. What I found fascinating was that coming out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, to storm the list were two guys who helped found Moderna. They yeah, shot right up the list. So, ah, so to speak. okay, they're not. I had to get bad, that bad one in. Joke, I yeah. had to. You knew you wanted to meet, beat yeah, me to that. Yeah. I did. I had to do it. I needed it so badly. Um, but the, yeah, the guys from Moderna got it. Got their. Uh, they got their shot in the arm. So, are they vaccinated against big money? No, they're vaccinated with big money. <laughs> their, ah, okay. their lives are. Uh, what, are looking... their, what are their names? What are their names? Oh God, you're gonna make me well, pronounce okay. one of their names. That's okay. Nubar right. Af- Afayan, Robert Langer, is in tight. Yeah, and Timothy Springer, all now are billionaires, oh. uh, right in the four to five billion range. Okay, so yeah. they're piker. Like, they're piker. Their shot has worked for me so far. Yeah, I got I got the same one. Two of them. Yeah. Two of them. Bill Gates. Isn't he been giving away a lot of money, too, lately to Melinda to, yes. at all? Apparently, these guys can't give it away fast enough. Th- th- not enough. He's still worth $124 billion. Now, a lot of these things, of course, with Bezos, Elon Musk, and Gates is very dependent on what the stocks of those that, that they founded, basically, are doing, right? Because they still have large positions, even though right. Gates has, for years, been trying to sort of I, uh, get I, out all of i know is that i was just thrilled when i went scanned all the way down the list to the very very yeah. bottom of the list all the way Why down not? and i went where's donald trump donald trump was uh was when he entered office he according to forbes worth 3.5 billion today today 2.5 billion that's a long time ago, and and here's the thing that's more fascinating than that because and and you could see that right because he's into real well, estate. Well, yeah, well, yeah, he was the president. Real estate sure. in big yeah. cities, uh, yeah. you know, those big office. But remember, buildings, he that says stuff he's the best well. businessman ever. So why didn't he make money even then? But yeah, so go ahead. Yeah, if he had just taken that same three and a half billion, put it in trust, he'd be worth seven billion today in the S and P five hundred. If he just invested in the S and P five hundred, that would have he would have doubled his wealth instead of. Yeah. Reduced it by about 40% or half. Yeah, that'll years. do it. <laughs> Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back to the show. I'm Don. That's Tom. We're stars of radio, television, and now podcasting we are the kings of money podcasting well okay we're the we're the princes of money podcasting <laughs> that, we're, okay, we're in the court better. we're in the court that's but good. yeah we're there we're, we're there. not the guy they have good to point. listen to uh you can listen to us on all your favorite podcast services and you can call us live on saturdays or you can just call anytime and we'll answer your questions on the podcast at 855-935-TALK we also have another way for you to send us questions Wow, we make it easy for you to ask us questions. This is really easy. You just go to TalkingRealMoney.com, and you either record it with your voice or you type it in like Tyler did. Ready? Yes. Can you tell me more about my wife's only available international mutual fund? This is so topical. In her new 401k. 
The fund is called Principal Diversified International Separate Account Z. Didn't we just talk about principal at 401ks? Okay. I can't find the ticker. Oh, really? Only Hmm. this statement in the prospectus, quote, available through a group annuity contract with principal life insurance company insurance products, unquote. This is a red flag, but there are no loads and a 0.53 expense ratio, but only 167 stocks in the portfolio. Oh, good Lord. Should I utilize this fund for the approximately 45% of the balance or utilize her Vanguard IRA for international balance uh, of her total portfolio? Thoughts and advice will be ultra helpful. Thanks, Don and Tom. Five-year listener, and I'm only 35. Great content. And at this point, I'm only listening for the entertainment value. Well, we'll take that. He's That's not, kind. He's not. He's not listening for the money. The but hey, matter, it's gonna. Yeah. Here's what happens. It's an osmosis kind of thing. The money information seeps in through your pores. Just you won't it know gets it. Into you, and by the time you're old like us, you'll be going. <laughs> How did I end up with all this money? It just seeped into my pores. Next thing you know, I think actually what you just mentioned there, Tyler, is exactly right. I think you're what you're saying. I would I would own the international through Vanguard. Yep. Way more diversification. Way more. I mean, a hundred and sixty stocks. Way cheaper. You know, a tenth of the cost. I mean, or so. Um, number. Th- I, I didn't understand when you said something about annuity contracts. Well, it, no, this is a I variable say- annuity product. Ah, okay. This is a yeah. variable mm. annuity product, which means that um, the fund expenses are that, but that there are likely, since it's other. inside an annuity product, there there almost has well, there will be other insurance policy costs, uh, M and E, and and things like that. So, th- your company once again did all of its em- or your wife's company once again did all of its employees a disservice in falling for a pitch i guarantee you there was a high pressure sales pitch involved a full court press probably golf and steak dinners and bottles of wine and you know strippers or whatever that there was there was a full court press put on i'm not okay the strippers court press with strippers i just want to make sure i'm hearing this right it's basketball i gotta think that through a little bit okay did i leave the dribbling out i'm sorry i meant that they brought people out to strip the company's furniture for free. So it was, was a, basically about furni- at the end of the furniture the strippers. The day, it was basically a slam dunk deal. Is what you're saying at the end? Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's the way most of these things are sold. These, these, these. these uh, yeah. Uh, uh, no, but I think the correct. This happens, by the way, in 401k plans where they most of them do not have great international options. Now I'm seeing more and more that do have you know a diversified index type mutual fund as an option for international stocks but still so many of them actively managed high expense and very narrow um if you really if you go on the vanguard total international i mean how many stocks do you own in that that you've got to own thousands i imagine right because oh and you own lots of countries and you own probably in most of them some emerging markets and maybe even some frontier markets to a very very small amount. So you're very really global. small, maybe I don't yeah, know. Yeah, a little bit, of, but but you're very global and to own 167. I'll guess right now that most of that is in the really developed countries. Probably I'll bet a lot in Europe. Almost uh, all in Europe. 
Yeah, uh, you're not going to get exposure to some of those other places that you really should have exposure so to. So 167 companies in the principal fund. In VTI, the Vanguard Total International Index ETF, yeah. 3,970 stocks. So 4,000. I mean, you can see, so the yes. 167 is not diversification. And 0.54% expense ratio versus... Plus, as you said, other yeah, things versus we may not know. Point zero three. Point zero three. Yeah, yeah. That's, point I can't do the math, but three. it's quite a bit less expensive well it's 0.51 <laughs> yeah and then less so if expensive. it was 0.05 it'd be 10 times less expensive so, anyway yeah, so you get the it's idea. a lot it, basically oh. what it means is if the two portfolios performed identically which yeah. they won't but if they did the vanguard portfolio would every single year return a little over half a percent more to you per year that is i mean we are talking real money now now, and who, by the way, when it comes to principal, do they have their own investment yes. people that are, okay, yes. so I thought maybe they hired that out to no, somebody. they're in-house. Okay, their but own again, people. why would you ever, it doesn't make, that's not their area of specialty. They think it is. It's, it's like hiring Amazon to make lemonade or they something. They call I mean, themselves principal they financial. They consider themselves yeah, okay. to be All a right. financial services firm, a full-service yeah. financial services firm. But the reality is they're, they're – I don't, I don't want to slam capitalism. I like it. I'm a capitalist. But, my gosh, I'm telling you, it just feels like so many companies are more about making more than doing better. And that just bothers me. It does. It, it bothers me. And I'm a yeah, big fan. Right. I'm a capitalist. I like making money. I've built businesses. I've done it successfully and unsuccessfully. I've failed and <laughs> succeeded. And, <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh, I can attest to that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we we kind of followed each other's careers as we've we succeeded did. and failed along the way. <laughs> exactly. And then one day we went, well, why don't we do it together? And then we if we succeed fail or easily. fail, we'll do it at the same yeah. time. And then, darn it, out this time. and then darn it, we succeeded this time. I don't yeah. know what happened. And, Thank you all for helping. Actually, us to we make did. That we happen. didn't succeed as wildly as we could have if we were yeah. selling annuities. We figured out that number, right? If we I sold indexed it annuities, it was fifty-three million dollars. You and I would have made selling, and we wouldn't have needed a staff to do that. The two of us could have sold indexed annuities yeah. and split fifty-three million bucks. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! I haven't decided on my third act yet. Oh, we're doing we're doing so steak dinner. Over, we're doing steak it's dinners. Not, I love Ruth Chris as much as the next guy. Yeah, yeah we get that paid. We yeah. can write it off. Yeah. And $53 million. Oh, Please, to... no brokers or financial advisors welcome to Oh, no, no. So no, no. You see, I got to tell you, at mine, I would welcome hecklers. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I would it do on. it. I would do my I would do my steak dinner. with. I would hang a red curtain and put a stool up there with a bottle of water <laughs> on it and, and a microphone on a stand and one yeah. one spotlight. You know, Just I want to make it right look there. like a comedy club. And then I want to invite hecklers because you know what? It'll be so entertaining. People are going to buy my product anyway. Oh, they will. Because they'll only hear the one thing, right? Right. I'm going to heckle everybody. Guaranteed. I'm guaranteed. Heckle everybody. Guaranteed. Right. I yeah. guarantee you. Guaranteed. I guarantee something. you. And I'm going to learn to be a ventriloquist so I can have my dummy say things like, <laughs> I, I guarantee you part of the return of the stock market. <laughs> With none of the with with yeah with, with very yeah. little to almost yeah. Like, yeah 
I got to come up with a better word than guaranteed that doesn't mean anything. 855-935-TALK. Call us anytime. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Eh, never mind the steaks at my my gatherings. I'm just going to serve drinks until people almost pass out and sign the papers. Hey, uh... I'm joking. We're not going to really do that. We actually do want to help people. We want to help you manage your money better. If you've got this messy hodgepodge portfolio and you're going, I don't know what I own and what do I do? What, uh, help me. We will help you. We will. We will help you. And here's the best part. We'll help you a little for free. We won't help you forever for free. you got to pay us for that. We're capitalists. But we'll help you a little bit for free. We'll give you some time with one of our advisors. No charge. No obligation. No Sales pitch. No high-pressure sales pitch. You're not going to get bugged. You're going to get help. People do get help. All you do is go to Vestory.com and sign up. Just go to Vestory.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.